Hello and welcome back to Let's Finally Watch It, a movie podcast where, oops-a-daisy, we have not seen a movie that you probably saw a long time ago. I'm Lauren Blair-Donovan. And I'm Claire Canez. And today we both are watching for the first time My Cousin Vinny. Mm -hmm. Why did you miss this, do you think? I don't know. I think at this time I had no agency. Was this in the 80s or 90s? It was early 90s. Okay. And maybe even before Home Alone? I think it's in the same general nebulous time. Maybe before. Yeah. But funny thing, I probably at this time would have seen Goodfellas. And that is very (laughs) violent and I should not have watched that as a child. I definitely was... Yeah, I I know when this came out, I was aware of Joe Pesci, but I just... Yeah, I, Mm. I guess like... You could only pick one thing from the movie. Uh, I think I, I've been thinking about that a lot mm. lately because we've, we've talked about why didn't you watch yeah. this movie? And it's like, you can only pick one movie at the video store. That's true too. It's like, I'm probably not going to rent my cousin Vinny and I probably wouldn't be able to necessarily unless my parents did, right. which is why I watched like... And this is more adult movie, right? This is not like a family or kid it's movie. A, it's a lawyer movie, a court movie. Yeah. Um, and But it's a comedy. I mm-hmm. know that. But yeah, I just, I don't know. And yeah, I loved Ralph Macchio as a kid who is in it. Mm, and he, he was the Karate Kid, of course. And... Um, uh, Marissa Tomei, this was one of her early roles, so I didn't really know her. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't watch it. Also, I know Herman Munster's in it. Oh, cool. And I think maybe, yeah, it just didn't have anything. And but... as an adult, it just never like was like on demand or on the yeah. HBO or just never sought it out. Yeah, basically. Like I was saying, I, I think one time I said uh, on a previous episode... I realized at an early age, I'm not going to be able to watch everything that's Mm -hmm. ever been made. But certain things you just have to let go. Yeah. And uh, there's so many movies that I have. And the thing is, like, I always go back. I've seen so... When we started doing lists and stuff, I was like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I've seen so... I cannot believe how many movies I've seen. Right. Um, I just got a movie pass, which now I'm, like, going to go see a lot more movies now, apparently. Because I have to get my money's worth, Mm -hmm. I guess. But, yeah, I think think certain movies just didn't do it for me. What about you? I don't think I was aware of it when it came out. I think I became aware of it when watching Home Alone, because probably some adult in my life was like, oh, my cousin Vinny, because I think it was similar-ish time frames. I think I remember, it must have not been a preview, but, like, I remember, I saw clips, not, like, clips of this where anything spoiled, but I've seen stills or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I knew it was a court movie. But I don't know much else about it. I just kind of mm-hmm. know it's iconic. Or yeah. people really like it. This was the number one. We just watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which was our second place in a poll that we did on Instagram. 
And then this was actually the number one that people yeah. picked. I forget what the other two were. Uh, Signs was one of them. And uh, I forget what the fourth was. But anyway, either which way, apparently people really do love this movie. And I think I always thought I'd get around to it. But without really knowing what it was about besides court, it just mm-hmm. wasn't enough for me to be like, you know what? I'm going to stay in, look for it on streaming and watch my cousin Vinny. Yeah. I think it's somewhat like Italian-American-ish yeah. stuff. Like, that's what I remember. I remember Marissa Tomei. She has a very, like, Jersey accent mm-hmm. and everything in it. And I remember the one scene that I do remember is Marissa Tomei going, like, uh, my uh, my biological talk is, my biological clock is ticking, tick, tick, tick. Mm-hmm. Or do you hear that? That's my bio. Mm. That's biologic. Yeah, that's the only thing that I really remember from the preview and stuff. But it is like Italian American, which is funny because I'm watching Sopranos right now. Oh, nice! Lots of Italianness yeah, in your world right now. Italianness stuff, which is cool because I, you know, I I took a, I can make fun of Italians now because I took a twenty three and Me, <laughs> and uh, I'm part Italian, so I can make fun of them. Make fun of you. Make fun of us. You exactly, should say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyways, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna be. But uh, yeah, I think I love Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. Love Marissa Tomei. And I love Ralph Macchio. So yeah, I th- I think it'll probably be a pretty good one. What I'm guessing is Ralph Macchio probably gets in trouble, and hmm. his cousin Vinny has to come in and be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" Mm-hmm. That's my Joe Pesci impression. <laughs> I was actually just looking up something on Instagram because there was a post that I had seen where there's a story about a kid. He goes to the Newark um, airport and he sees Joe Pesci and he's like, oh, my God, Joe Pesci. And he's like, oh, hey, kid, how's it going? Who's your favorite actor? And he and the kid goes, well, you, of course. And he's like, that's the right answer. Mm. And gives him a crisp $100 bill. Holy hell. <laughs> and it's just the story that this guy had from when he was a kid. Wow. And I was like, that is hilarious. And like another thing about Joe Pesci is he kind of was in the mob a yeah. little bit. Because he had uh, ties to um, Frankie Valley. Mm. Um, I think he was one of the first like people who got him yeah. where he where, oh, okay. where at. which is such a common thing in the music industry especially mm-hmm. back in the day yeah yeah especially with the italians mm-hmm. yeah yeah so really it's really kind of funny that he became you know this person who plays like mobsters and stuff and he kind of did come from that which casting is, yeah the art imitating life life mm-hmm. imitating art i don't know yeah um yeah, he, people say really good things about him. I think you and I were talking about this, but Sharon Stone apparently yes. credited two guys being worth working with, and one was Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, she said, um, I think it was, yeah, it was for Casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they're in. And she was like, every set I've been on, People have been so disrespectful to me. People have treated me like this and like that. She famously, I think, got into a tiff with um, Michael Douglas, which I probably, um, yeah, that probably did happen for sure. Um, But she was like the only two. And she named them. She she was like Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro. They're just the most. 
and I've I've heard that about Robert De Niro too, and it's weird because you see some of the roles that he takes, and Joe Pesci. But that's actually not that surprising to yeah. me because it kind of goes back to a couple episodes back when we were watching um, First Wives Club and Stephen Collins, yes. who you know pl- has played very squeaky clean. I mean, he was not a good guy in First Wives Club, but which he, I looked into since then, and it's it's fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's not a good story. Um, but like, yeah, he not just playing a reverend on seventh heaven, but he's played other squeaky clean and like salt of the earth kind of roles, and that's usually the people it's you know that are bad and the people who are gruff for lack of a better word are sometimes the sweethearts with the heart of gold in life too i don't i i trust the person who's like quietly confident and maybe a little rougher around the edges or you kind of understand who they are Mm -hmm. warts and all upon meeting them than the person who's like announcing what a good person they are or too pristine and how they're presenting themselves right. personality wise like that my radar goes off more with those people for sure yeah but i'm also from the east coast so like i'm used to even though i like nicer personalities i'm also used to the idea of like yeah we're not super warm compared to like the south or the midwest but the second we're on your side we're loyal for life which i'm yeah. not saying is the best system it has some fault lines for sure but I don't know. I don't mind earning someone's respect. I'm kind of used to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's kind of why I like these personality types. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think that there's a, uh, yeah, there's a, a lot to be said about that. And, you know, they kind of go through that in The Sopranos, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you see some of these people, like, they're like awful, they're awful, murderers, racketeering, all this stuff. But then it's like, you don't disrespect a woman mm-hmm. like this. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. They still have a code and, and things. And that's you know? always good. I think it's so funny when people are like, um, see, this person was nice to me. So therefore, they couldn't right. have done anything terrible. And it also cuts the other way where it's like, this person cheated on someone. So they must be a liar, too. And it's like, maybe not, though. Yeah. Like, people have... Everybody has lines in the sand, mm-hmm. good, bad, and neutral. Yeah. So there's no monolith. Yeah, exactly. So can't blame people. People have different moral codes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So can't judge a book by its cover. And even if you do judge that book by its cover, be willing to change it. Yeah, be be willing to accept the plot changes, if you will, mm-hmm. as you read the book. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. Well, should we watch it? Because I feel like uh, we both don't totally know what we're in for. Yeah, let's do it. Make up a plot. We will. We will judge the book by its cover if we keep going and say that there's going to be dinosaurs in a water park and you know um, Christmas and um, a kid's going to find out Santa's not real, but also it uh, there's going to be a kidnapping and um, a big party. What movie are we watching? Holy shit! My cousin Vinny. I think that's the plot. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I don't know yet. Watch me be exactly right. That'll be hilarious because I don't think I am. So we're going to find out just how wrong I am and finally watch it. We'll Mm -hmm. be back in a flash. Bye. Bye. Good Lord. We are back. We are back. That was a tough watch and I feel attacked by Instagram for voting for this. Yeah. But I do, I do get, okay, 
So if I were to have watched this, let's say, mm-hmm. 1992, mm-hmm. and watched it, and I thought back to it. I would literally only remember the last maybe 30 minutes. Yeah, or maybe a couple of the hijinks of like him being out of water, but not for 80 minutes. Mm -hmm. We clocked it when it finally got to like the actual trial and Joe Pesci turned into a good intuitive lawyer. It was at the one hour and 20 minute mark. Yeah. That's when a lot of movies end. And... I, I don't understand why they didn't need to do that. I, I don't mm. think because it really was in the first 20 minutes. There's already like two huge misunderstandings. Yeah. So I guess getting into the plot. Ralph Macchio. And this is one of my and see, like the thing is, this could have been done a little bit better because my biggest fear really and. That's kind of a reason why I've never gone to road trips in the South. I've mm-hmm. gone to road trips other places. And even then, that's a little scary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, being a young person, mm-hmm. driving somewhere, something happens in a city, you didn't know it was against the law to, I don't know, drink liquor on a Sunday or something. Right, right. You get put into jail for something, and you're like, I'm not even... I'm so far from home right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know how I'm going to get home or whatever. Yeah. That's such an innate fear of mine. And it this could have been done a lot better. Better than that, you know? It or, was just... Uh, I get it. People are stupid. I read about stupid people on the internet every day. But, like... You... Uh, just the amount of like mental gymnastics like okay he's worried about shoplifting the can right Mm -hmm. fine cool great whatever why would a cop be tracking you first of all for that and second of all like it was like 89 cents or something but it's like he just confesses and waives his rights and i understand if it's a small indiscretion and he's a college kid and doesn't have a lot of like world experience but like you just don't do that yeah. You just don't do that. And then the whole confession without if you're gonna confess something, make it as clear as day what you're confessing to. Yeah. Right. It was exactly. just this was a cringe movie for me and not the way people usually mean it, but like it was hard to watch. Because like I hear you with what you're afraid of, and I'm also super just mm-hmm. afraid of like being accused of something I didn't fucking do. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's maybe my biggest nightmare Mm -hmm. you know and it's just kind of (sighs) like yeah and i don't right i I mean all that's a big but the thing is they didn't i don't think they portrayed that correctly Mm -hmm. and you know there it's weird there's a lot of weird in could have been interesting elements that were really red herrings for me so they were having a uh so part of it when they get to the city or when they get to the prison they have a bunch of protesters protesting capital punishment Mm -hmm. and they're like trying to get rid of the death penalty i thought that was going to play more into it i think that was just yeah that was just local color i guess or something but it was i i thought well i i now i get that they're probably trying to like stoke fear into them yeah being i guess like, so. okay well shit i don't want to get fried right but they, they did that in more heavy-handed ways too i don't know if they needed the protesters yeah and and that's what i was saying i was like 
So I thought it was going to be shorter. The trial was going to happen. That would get maybe resolved. Or, or like, Joe Pesci finds out that there's some, like, impropriety. Mm-hmm. Finds out that maybe there's, like, corrupt cops or something. Right. Like, I thought that could... I thought it was rigged just because yeah. of all the witnesses seemed so sure of stuff. And mm-hmm. the other lawyer was so nice. And I'm like, there's no way. Right. And there's... So... Yeah, I I don't know. I, I there's so many problems with the way that they're telling it, and I've seen a lot of trial sh- mm-hmm. sh- stories and trial movies, film. You know, what one of my favorite shows is Better Call Saul. That is all trials, mm-hmm. all trial, pretty or a lot of trials. And I've seen a lot of trials. This wasn't a long movie either. Like I feel like they could have. Like, Better Call Saul, I feel like even within one episode, they already have, like, these things. And it's interesting. You mm-hmm. want to know more. And with this, it was, like, a lot a lot of cringe, like you are saying. And somewhat of a payoff. But I, I don't know. I thought that there could have been more benefit to... Okay, so Vinny comes to town. Mm-hmm. His uh, cousin is... Uh, in jail for attempted murder or yeah accused of murder accused of murder so he goes down there the thing is he had to spend like a bunch of money to bail out and stuff like Mm -hmm. that the thing is he wasn't was he getting paid for any of that or what i think it was like a family favor or something because he needed the win also it's not like he had like a hot and heavy like lawyer career in new york city so That would be my guesstimate. Yeah. So even that, like that was, the information came out so slowly about that part too. Oh, like I'm, listen, we get it. We, okay, you're an incompetent lawyer. Mm -hmm. Like I've only been, you know, for six weeks, I've been a lawyer for six weeks. Yeah, I passed the the bar. bar. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we get it. But, but like, at least make it a little interesting. I didn't, I know what they're trying to go for and trying to make it like funny fish out of water, but it wasn't that funny. It was two fish out of too many waters. Like, it, that's not a thing. But you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just kind of like, they didn't have to make him, it would have been more compelling for him to have like really not passed the bar a few times like jfk jr notoriously took three times to pass the bar and the media Mm -hmm. roasted him for that but he also wasn't a dumb-dumb right i don't know if he just wasn't a good test taker i don't know if law was not his passion hence he ended up opening up a magazine I, i i don't know but they could have made Vinny a little closer to that where it's not that he's an idiot he just whatever didn't pass the bar that's a lot of people in mm-hmm. life whether we're talking yeah. driver's licenses uh tests what whatever and he 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 knew less than his fiance who yeah. just read part of a book right how did he even pass this like joke of a law school because i don't think that was a real law school yeah. but then like how did he do that and even on the sixth attempt pass the bar if he doesn't even know that he has to um basic shit yeah discovery like, discovery yeah. thank you yeah it, or disclosure disclosure yeah, yeah but it, he didn't he didn't know how to say not guilty 
Uh, yeah, that was you know, thing. like yeah. it was just like you can make somebody an underdog without making mm-hmm. them incompetent. Yeah, especially since it was kind of a hat on top of a hat, and we kind of talked about this a little bit. Where I think we both thought he was going to be eccentric, very New Yorkified, mm-hmm. uh, in whatever way that means, and it was going to be that kind of fish out of water. Right, pick a lane. Yeah, make him seem like a lawyer who's incompetent. Or make him eccentric and he's good at his job and or just new. Right. Or and rubs the or rubs the um, everybody in town sure. the wrong, sure. wrong way. 100%. There's, it was hats on top of yeah, hats. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. Like, pick yeah, pick one of those. Because I could see all three of those, like three of the three yeah. movies coming out of that. Absolutely. You know, one where it's like a high class lawyer, but the thing is, they're like stacking it against him because they're like, "Oh, look at this hoity Yankee yes, or whatever." Yes, one hundred percent. And trying to make it as difficult as possible for him, but instead, like all, what it is is like he can't sleep. Oh, that's like, right too. It, he wasn't even like in they, good health to be able right. to do this. Yeah, they they make like a big deal about that. But I will say, like, I wish they would have done this. He became a good lawyer and then this happened, but he, there was one time where he was like, you know what? I'm going to go to jail so I could try to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And he went there and he slept like a baby because right. everybody was yelling because it was probably more Closer like New to York. New York. Yeah. And I was like, oh, have that be the thing that made mm-hmm. him a good lawyer. You yeah, know he finally I mean? got a good night's sleep. Yeah. yeah th- there you go. But the thing is, he he... It, it was such a switch that had no catalyst. I hate that. The only guess I, that I can take, and it was not heavy-handed enough, was when he was like confronting the guy that stiffed Marissa Tomei out of the sure. 200. I think they were trying to set up that you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Mm-hmm. And that he's like somebody who runs on instincts and yeah. that's what would make him a good lawyer. Mm-hmm. And so he happened to be able to turn it on once he kind of figured out legal jargon yeah and figure out how to apply that in a courtroom i think that's what they were going for but they did not do a good job of explaining no, that didn't. hence you would not be like questioning this well that's my only guess as to what makes oh, that no, work no, no. Yeah. i mean i kind of got that but mm-hmm. even then i'm like no because it wasn't well done yeah yeah because i mean a good example of that is tommy boy mm-hmm. where chris farley asks for the wings yeah and they're they say they say that there's no the kitchen's not but he like turns it on for this lady yeah. and acts like crazy and she's, <laughs> she's like, like i don't want to re- fight with this i'm just right. gonna turn on the fryer exactly <laughs> yeah. okay fine i'll bring you your chicken wings mm-hmm. and it's like then you see where that it's like oh yeah. it clicks and stuff like that yeah but with this it wasn't there had to have been a point where he knew that about himself and he could apply that to his career in general or whatever i agree because it's funny i thought of tommy boy at one point too during this movie i don't know if it was the same point you're making or a different one but there was like a weird parallel somewhere but um i feel like what was confusing about Vinny was i think he was cocky i think he did think he really had it but then back at the hotel with Marissa Tomei, he says he's scared and mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Again, pick a lane. I mean, people can be multifaceted, but I think he did have like a 
pretty swollen sense of ego mm-hmm. and delusions of grandeur, frankly. Because I, I guess Ralph Macchio's character too is like um, something about calling out the 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 sleight of hand for the magician at the wedding yeah, or whatever. Right. So I guess he's good at it, but it was it was. I think what you're saying is it was anticlimactic the way he turned it on. Yeah, because the thing is, he with or without a catalyst, it was right. just anticlimactic. You could have those instant, but if you don't know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. there are some people who are naturally good at stuff Mm -hmm. you know let's say but the thing is if they don't work on it if you don't know the knowledge i always talk about this with um you know with like let's say math or something Mm -hmm. people are always like oh i'm not good at it it's not necessarily there are some people who are more attuned to it I, i will admit to that yeah but you don't inherently know math. Mm-hmm. You don't inher- inherently know uh, how to solve polynomials. Mm-hmm. You're, you, that's not an instinct that yeah. you would have to... It, it's it's something you'd have to study. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I didn't even really... I mean, I guess he was studying like a little bit, but most of the time it was him fighting with Marissa Tomei. Or trying to sleep or complaining or about not sleep. sleeping. Or, yeah. Uh, or And so I can't imagine that he would have gotten all the legal knowledge within that amount of time it's just not Not to mention gone over the whole uh casework that he was given for discovery i mean like it just didn't it it just wasn't a good plot i'm sorry guys i'm sorry for ruining your favorite movie but we had an interesting conversation with your roommate Mm -hmm. where he was like oh i love this movie as a child but then i watched it in the pandemic and was like oh this is actually really slow and not as good as i remember and i I, Mm -hmm. we were like i wonder if that's why this was voted for if people either have the nostalgia whether they've seen it a thousand times in Mm -hmm. adulthood because i like some movies that are crap but because i've always known them i'm like it's comforting or something even if i can pick up pick it apart but i would hate it if i saw it now you know or people haven't watched it as an adult and they just start coasting on those childhood memories i guess so but like i was saying i think you only i mean i gave Mm -hmm. another joe pesci movie but home alone Mm -hmm. when i rewatched it i was like i don't remember any of this when i got to the last 20 minutes of the movie i'm like yeah Mm-hmm. this is great i remember all of this and it's did you like, not like the rest of the movie it was fine mm-hmm. but it was just slow and and you know what even uh, and, and i will say like even rewatching like uh, an example that we've watched on on the, on the podcast et mm-hmm. et like, was slow as AF. yeah 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 and and there's some parts where i'm like i get it yeah but it's just like oh boy like i don't think we needed that scene i don't think we needed this i don't think we needed that yeah it, it i i could I could see it, and also I think the not. I think it's just the novelty of a, of Joe Pesci. It reminds me of SNL, mm-hmm. like when they they try to like take whatever guest is starring, and okay, let's say it's Daniel Craig or something, a great action star or something. Let's make him the Queen of England or something. Mm-hmm. Throw him in the, and it really just felt like somebody wrote something for Joe Pesci. Yeah, and made it a nearly two-hour-long movie. Right, exactly. And yeah, I I just didn't. I just well, that's the thing too. It was relentless. 
It was every scene Joe Pesci is failing at something, confused at something, or cannot sleep for a new reason. There was no resting of the game. There was Mm -hmm. no... Like, we didn't even see the boys in jail that much after he came to town. There was... It was just kind of like cringe like every scene i was kind of like oh my god not again like seriously what and then the other public defender was uh incompetent as well and then it's just like okay i I just i need to just watch something just a straight scene Mm -hmm. but i really do think that the actors were great in it 100 percent uh they were the only redeeming part of the movie yeah and I think this was very ably acted. Marissa Tomei was great in it. She won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. I'm surprised this movie had anything yeah. in the Oscars to be... Because it's good acting, but it's not good material, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm a little, like, no diss at the actors, but... I feel like... Uh... It, I want to say this is, like, before the... I feel like 1994 was such a big year. This was 1992. Okay. 1994, the best pictures were like Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump. Right, right. Heavy hitters all the way probably to 1999. Mm -hmm. Like that five-year span was just like excellent movie after excellent movie. And there are other movies, you know, in, in that category that I've you know we talked about uh on, on the podcast and that are great but this i feel like this was this weird in between time and i think the biggest thing that denotes it is the um is the soundtrack it this formula was really i feel like dying out this was like mm. the last gasp of that formula i want to say like the great outdoors there's like these kind of slapsticky movies a little bit that have like a soundtrack that's like stock footage right. and like bum, 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 bum. well yeah so what i've what this kind of reminded me was a bad john hughes movie mm-hmm. where it's like funny in quotation marks thing happens. yeah and then and then we struggle to get to that mm-hmm. next part and then to get to that and it's just like yeah it it uh, yeah 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 it didn't work out it was and i could have sworn he did not tell marissa tomei in the diner when she gave him all the photos at the very end that i I think he brushed her off about what the judge wanted i don't think he told her about the new name like the third name that he gave the judge so how did she know to fax someone the correct name and she was bad at him at that time. So Yeah, it was like that was the biggest plot. I mean, there's a lot of plot holes yeah. in this, but that was like it just wasn't good writing. And I think yeah. I even said going back to the idea of like it's good acting. It's like I said at one point after the movie was over and we were talking for a few minutes like if this was played by lesser actors, this would have been a TV movie, like yeah. a cable TV movie. Like this in terms of the bones of it, it it's terrible pacing. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's not well written. It's not ironclad. It's not even clear what's happening some of the time. It's a hat on top of a hat. It's just like I've seen Lifetime movies that are better yeah. structurally right. than this. And they are not that good. Yeah. Well, and and another thing is, who's this for? I guess this was a hit. It was. Yeah, clearly. I mean, clearly. But it makes fun of Southerners and it makes fun of 
Uh, but not in, a, not in a fun way. Makes fun of New Yorkers, but not necessarily in a it, fun way. It was weird. It was really reductive, the way they were making fun of both camps, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was also like, even in the, the beginning opening of the movie, I was like, God, this is so crazy because this movie it was playing across the nation. I think a lot of the times Hollywood, meaning both L.A. and New York, can kind of forget that the rest of the country does not think what is weird to us is weird, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, because when Seinfeld was first out, people were worried if it was too New York to even make sense to the rest of the mm-hmm. country. And I almost feel like this was like a weird reverse where it's like, look at these Southerners, look, dirt for sale. Because <laughs> that was like a, you know, a mm-hmm. sign that they were using to set up that these two New York boys are in a strange land. And again, it just wasn't that well done because it kind of felt like they were just making fun of the South versus mm-hmm. pointing out the differences. And we've seen that a thousand times and done better or more yeah. intelligently or, or whatever. It was just kind of mm-hmm. like, what? New York's the norm and Alabama's weird and like sure yeah. Alabama doesn't have great things going on like it's laws drive me bonkers but mm-hmm. like that's not what this was about I don't yeah I just don't know this is perplexing again as bad as the the plot was or the writing the music was just I I think yeah, that for me, because we, we talked about the worst song that we've ever heard in any of these. Groundhog's uh, well, Day. Groundhog's yeah. Day. Yeah. And the Weatherman. That was I'm the your song. Weatherman or whatever oof, the woof, fuck woof, that song bark, was. Bark. That was literally probably the worst song I think I've heard. Yeah, I agree. No, yeah. that's. I will listen to um, Dave Matthews over that. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? And I don't like Dave Matthews, so. Yeah. And it's and it's just like this music denotes. I mean, just the word like when I heard this music, I was like, "We're in for a rough time." Mm-hmm. I knew it. I was like, "We're in for a rough time," because I don't like. Yeah, just don't like that. It was just... also too because if it wasn't that crappy stock foot stock footage stock music, it was like very honky tonk country. Yeah. It was and, one or the other, and it was yeah. just kind of like, Ugh. yeah. I'm offended for both New Yorkers and Alabama that they had to have this as their. Well, because I was even saying to you too, I was like, Brooklyn is really hip now. Like for the past twenty years, I want to say, like Williamsburg became a thing, and other mm-hmm. parts are really cool, and even Queens is kind of cool now. But in the '90s, Manhattan was like the only sophisticated yeah. part of New York, if you want to call it that. And they made it look, I think, even worse by him going to a joke law school and not mm-hmm. being competent. It's like, look at this dumb Brooklynite. Yeah. And I feel right. like that was a real diss in 92 that like no one was probably because we weren't talking about microaggressions or, you know, whatever. Or, but we didn't have the Internet. But I mean, it just I don't know. It's just strange. Yeah. It's it'd be like us shitting on people from Staten Island now, you know, like where it's like. Yeah, there's certain things about its culture that may or may not make sense, and not everyone's mm-hmm. the most sophisticated. But yeah, let's not continue to punch down. Like I don't know, it's just it's yeah. been done before. It's uh. well, I, I mean, if they were to do it, I think they should have done it harder. If anything, yeah, commit or like commit to it, because uh, yeah, because everybody else, like I honestly found everybody relatively likable. Sure, you know, it was just 
hard it was the writing it was the writing that was, was bad yeah, yeah it was hard to slog through it but i think this could have benefited by having just a little bit of backstory mm-hmm. let's see Vinny in get the call like there's the, there was such a big disconnect because right, he just shows up to town yeah there's such a, there was such a big that felt rushed yeah but so slow at the same time i that that's almost impossible but yeah that's what it felt like it felt like it was they rushed to get him there i don't know what i i yeah cut out cut out the part where they go to the cabin or one of the times where they got waking up and stuff like that and yeah it's like rules of three man like they did at least four or five. Oh, it was maybe more i'm not yeah. even sure but it was just kind of like we get it there's kooky things happening yeah. that are preventing you from sleeping it felt like groundhog day yeah but it was just a lot of different things yeah it was like groundhog day but the but that served the right and they knew when to plots. move on they knew yeah. when to move on yes. with the redundancy mm-hmm. like yeah. right at the right second yeah because yeah. i remember watching that and being like they better not do this the rest of the movie and then the next scene we had a new reality yeah. that we were kind of dealing with or a new Mm-hmm. choice he was yeah. making in the reality whatever right and then you continue from that point on but this it was just like oh my god why are we wasting time with this if we could get more ba- like cut that out give me a little bit more backstory about him yeah like or some kind of time where he he yeah i don't i don't know or name the game right because apparently the big stake yeah. was he and her were not going to get married until he won his first case mm-hmm. they didn't say that until close to the end i wasn't yeah. even clear that that was his girlfriend fiance or wife until they then yeah they and then really... she dropped drops the we've been together for 10 years and i'm already thinking about the age gap to begin with i'm like how the yeah. hell old was she when they got together it's just yeah. a bananas movie like it's really bonkers like, have you guys, if you guys like this movie, have you guys thought about why? And have you considered the points we're making? Because I'm just very confused. Yeah, I'm confused too. I don't. I was looking forward to this movie. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst part. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I, you know, it's like we try to be open minded, but sometimes you have a gut feeling that this is not going to be my cup of tea or I avoided this for a reason. Let's find out if I'm right or wrong for doing that Mm -hmm. and i think we both have had experiences of being both pleasantly surprised as well as like oh no i was right i did not want to watch that movie as well as like i don't really know anything about this movie it never gravitated towards me and then you watch you're like this is delightful this is quite good or at least it's good enough like what no i was like i felt weird for having missed this movie because i thought it was this iconic well-done movie iconic i guess well done that's another story especially since i think there's there's just so many, yeah, just so many, out of all the movies that should have been remembered from, like, I I feel like I hear about this more than I hear about Philadelphia. 100%. Which is crazy, because I've heard people talk about My Cousin Vinny for some reason. I mean, even, yeah. I know that, obviously, like, Philadelphia is not a fun movie to right. watch. Definitely one right. it be hard aids and death woohoo everyone watch it feel good time yeah but, but yeah i think it's an important movie i think there's a cider house rules like i don't hear about it as much as i hear about my even vinny, the color purple i know yeah. it's like an iconic thing that people reference but i hear about my cousin vinny way more mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely and it's 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 weird too because it's like there's other movies 
in this, I guess, general genre mm-hmm. where it's like court stuff, but like, did, okay, I have, I, have a, I have a little bit of a tinfoil hat theory, but I'm curious about how many movies in this era or before were really court case dramas because two years later is when we were chasing the white Bronco down the 405 mm. and then the OJ Simpson trial revolutionized the way, I mean, true crime as a hobby would not exist without that you know that was the trial of the century Mm -hmm. that gave us a lot of really bad uh cable news for like views kind of stuff it sensationalized everything this was two years before that all Mm -hmm. got jump-started i wonder if people just liked a zany lawyer in a courtroom drama because they weren't used to it because i don't think there was a million court movies yeah am i wrong I, I think there I can name a few from this. A era. few, okay. Um, a few good men. Okay. Pelican Brief. Um, is one of them based on a real story? A few I don't men? know. Okay. Maybe Pelican Brief. Okay. There's there's uh, there's other examples. I wasn't in the demographic at the time. Yeah, but so I, it's hard. Yeah, but I know there are a lot from from like the late eight because okay. like that are better than this. The, yeah, so right. that's what I'm saying. Right. This is like well, Philadelphia. That was ninety four though. Then. Oh, that was ninety four. Okay, I think so. Or 93, 95. I think it was. I think it was ninety three mm-hmm. because Tom Hanks won for that and he won the next year for Forrest mm-hmm. Gump. So it was ninety three. But yeah, that was before that though. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think there's other good courtroom dramas. There you go. All right, um, I was just wondering. Oh, what was the one with um? There was one with Tom. Another one with Tom Cruise. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I'm not gonna be able to think of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Burning uh, Mississippi Burning. Mm. That was a really good one. Mm. And that was like late '80s. Yeah. Were so any the- of those comedies? No. I, I wonder not, if no. this was just different enough from the pack and we weren't oversaturated or something. I guess I so, know. yeah. But I'm trying to think of... I'm just trying to get into the head of like the 1992 audience and like what they were acclimated to or yeah. preferred. I think I think a lot of it was star power that, that brought it through. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think that... I don't think anybody was like, oh yeah, I'm from New York. This is... Uh, yeah, this is uh, right. You know, this is correct, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, this really gets you know gets what you're about. And I think people from Alabama weren't locked that either. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like boring too. On top of I it, it was real- I didn't think you've already said it, but yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was very funny. The only part that really made me laugh was at the very end when he thought he was going to get arrested for mm-hmm. lying about his like qualifications and name, and mm-hmm. he put his hands up to be cuffed, and then yeah. said the judge wanted to like shake his hand, and just because yeah. like Joe Pesci's physicality with that was mm-hmm. so perfectly timed and just yeah perfect in general, but mm-hmm. the rest of it was like maybe there was like one part where I was like eh yeah kind of, but I mean like. Yeah. I don't know. Some of it's been done since it is a 31 year old movie in its defense. So it's going to be harder. It's the same thing with um, coming to America, like where some of it was funny to me, but not laugh out loud because mm-hmm. I've seen versions of it. And there was a few, in, especially in the beginning parts of this where I was like, okay, I get what they're going for, but we've like seen it before. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, no, but, it wasn't that funny. Right. And also it felt dated, super dated. Yeah, you I said mean, that, yeah. We were talking, I mean, because earlier today we watched 
uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. If you would have told me Pee-wee's Big Adventure was in 1992 and this was 1985, I might have believed that too. Which is so funny because we even commented on how it felt 1980s in the movie, but I completely agree with Clark. It was like, I'm calling it now the... uh, my big fat Greek wedding syndrome mm-hmm. because Clark was like, it's still to this day, every time we're trying to compare rom-coms, you're like, Oh yeah. From the nineties, my big fat Greek wedding. And I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. That was from 2002 or 2003. And he's, and it, the reason why Clark keeps forgetting this is because people were sort of dressed the way they were in Jerry Maguire, which is from like 96, I think. I think that was, that felt more modern. Yeah, but there was a yeah. few there's a few outfits like on the Bonnie Hunt character or yeah. like something like that. Either which way though, it felt like that um nondescript 90s business casual kind of look, you know, and it's like, oh, cuz it's not about trendy people, so they're kind of behind the mm-hmm. times and I guess this my cousin Vinny the people in Alabama were behind the times. Uh, Vinny and uh, 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 Marissa Tomei are behind. Well, they're in their own eccentric. I don't even think they're following trends. I think they're just dressing gaudy, honestly. So, but it feels not like 1992 gaudy. I don't know. Yeah. It was a a real mess. Wasn't fun to watch. Yeah, I didn't... mm. This was one of the rougher ones for me. Like yeah. I hoped, I actively hoped to never see it again. Yeah, and I, and and this was this on on almost every movie that I haven't seen. There is always this element of, did I already see this? Right. I always, and I was like, there's some things that looked familiar on here, but I imagined. Maybe at one time I kind of did watch it because I was like, oh, Ralph Macchio. I'm bored to tears. Bye. Sure, sure. I feel like that may have happened. Yeah, because you knew a part or two. Or, or I knew. Yeah. I know that from the trailer. We should have watched the trailer before we... But yeah. Um, The trailer has the... Okay. My tick... This is my... Taking my, time. Yeah. Um, And, uh, and Utes. And I think... Uh, yeah, I re- I remember that mostly because when he was saying that, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking Fred Gwynn, uh, uh, um, the Monsters guy." Yeah, the Monster. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? What was Herman? Herman Monster. I was like, "Oh, that's Herman Monster right there." As mm-hmm. a kid, and I was like, "That's when I started realizing that actors could play multiple right, parts." Right, right. He was really good. I liked yeah, him a he lot, was great. actually. But you know what's sad is I I love his natural accent, which Mm. is he's from Maine. But he has that, you know, Maine has kind of a uh, Mm mid-Atlantic accent where it's not, it's, you know, like uh, Franklin Roosevelt or something. Mm -hmm. He has that accent and I love that accent because he's on, um, he's also on Pet Cemetery, and I fucking love him on Pet Cemetery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this, he was great too. He was great. No nonsense judge. Yeah. But it it wasn't enough. I wonder if it was like, not like stunt casting, but with Joe Pesci. Because I think back in the day, and there's a little bit of a debate now, are there movie stars anymore? Yes or no? And it's like, I kind of feel like it was a thing back in the day to take somebody who was known for something and make them funny or make them a little different. You know what I mean? Like they could, well, people used to be able to carry the movie. 
Yeah. That doesn't happen as much anymore. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it, like, that's why people love this movie because they love Joe Pesci so much. They didn't care about the vehicle it came in. That's, that's probably, we just want more Pesci. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Because I'm I'm certain now, you know, there's plenty of, like, actor, actors and actresses that are, there's parts where they have something almost specifically written for like yeah it has to be this person or whatever mm-hmm. or it's like a big character switch or big mm-hmm. i don't know like i think like arnold schwarzenegger like you know he was known as this action star and then he was in what was it called it was uh, junior the one where he's pregnant mm-hmm. that was a big movie yeah. as was um twins J- yeah, twins jingle all the way. Like you know, like they cop, yeah. they do these. Yeah, they do these like switches. Well, that's, and well, that's what I was saying about SNL. Like mm-hmm. if, Dan- yeah. if Daniel Craig is on there, right? They, like let's switch it up, make him the Queen of England. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like let's make fucking Natalie think... Portman twerk. Yeah, I, I, they made a rap when she hosted. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like. Did they used to do that in movies too? I don't think they do that anymore because no one's very few people are big enough to carry box office draw the way the system used to be, mm-hmm. and movies don't like studios don't like risk anymore either. So yeah, I don't know. I think there's a few people who will have buzz behind them. Though. Sure. Oh, that's fair yeah. for sure. But like, I feel like Pedro Pascal is probably going to get roped into some bad movies, mm-hmm. and then it's, you know it's Pedro Pascal. He's in everything right now but like you know looking back on some things you might be like what yeah i like it yeah yeah but it was cool to see this person in it and yeah i guess that's the one shining thing is yeah seeing joe pesci just be himself i love joe pesci Mm -hmm. he was also around this time he was the bad guy on moonwalker Hmm. i used to have the tape it was the michael jackson moonwalker and he played a evil evil person he's also in the video game too Mm. which is so funny to me he's like the main bad guy in the video game weird what a weird world what a world what a world i don't think i have much else to say about this yeah me neither um but i will like i will say that last few that last act maybe or even like 20 25 minutes yeah 20 25 minutes of of it i was like yeah this is the movie that i signed up for yeah they did eventually bring that part but boy oh boy did we have to really get like it it was almost like an open or like uh, a concert or something and it's like fucking maroon five and then um (laughs) yeah dave matthews band and then somebody good Mm -hmm. you know and it's like by then, I'm like already over it. Over it. I'm in. Out. I'm in my car. I'm driving away. I'm not gonna stay here for this. I yeah. agree. I agree. It was like I agree that the last part was the best, and it was very watchable and entertaining, mm-hmm. but also not worth the journey to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not yeah. sorry. They can all be winners. Well, next week, well, first of all, please follow us on our Instagram because I used to be doing the polls on my Instagram Mm -hmm. at Blairosaurus Rex. And now we're going to be doing them at Let's Finally Watch It with underscores to see what movies we're watching next. But we're going to pull a fast one on you guys. And next week we're watching Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. 
because we said we would. And we have a whole YouTube video about going to Harry Potter world, having not seen it. And it's pretty entertaining. If you guys haven't watched it, go to our Let's Finally Watch It YouTube because, um, yeah, it's up there. And we're, we're not the most sober. I'll, I'll disclaim that. Yeah. And that kind of makes it funnier if you ask me. But we're going to go back to Harry Potter World at one point, having seen it, and to get some of the references and put yeah. that also up on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and all the things of the things. So mm-hmm. I already gave my Instagram handle, but uh, I'm Lauren Blair Donovan, if you forgot. And I'm Clark Ganez, other Clarksy on the internet. And uh, yeah, follow us to find out what we're watching after Harry Potter and please subscribe and all that jazz. And please tell us why you like my cousin Vinny, because yeah. we're, we're I don't know if we'll change our minds, but we would, we're very willing to have a polite discourse about mm-hmm. why people love it because we're clearly confused. So yeah. and please enlighten us. We're missing something. Yeah. And I honestly even gave it a little bit of benefit of the doubt because this is the second movie we're watching today. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do get a little fatigue from it. Sometimes. But it just yeah no i would have been pissed i think any yeah. time at this movie but yeah you're right yeah. never mind actually <laughs> we've been having some other double features that were fantastic never mind. yeah sometimes yeah, we've liked the back. second one more sometimes we like both but yeah. i hear you i mean sometimes it's you know watching movies doesn't sound like a chore but when it's all day and you're talking about it it's mm-hmm. it's you know it's a little there's worse days to be had it's not mm-hmm. a bad day but yeah it's it's work for us mm-hmm. at the end of the day and yeah yeah um no i did not like this movie i would not recommend to yeah, a friend do I not pass not go do not pass 200 do not collect 200 dollars i'm a nah i would i would legit say that goodfellas is actually funnier than this i believe it, it as much of a, of a drama as it mm-hmm. is it's actually very funny and it's just like there's so many other things i and like i was saying in the preview review i, I watched sopranos mm-hmm it's so funny. I think drama is specifically dramedies, but even yeah. sometimes straight up drama is funnier than comedies. Comedies have to be done in such a pitch perfect way to actually be funny. Mm-hmm. Not to mention sometimes it's subjective humor. Not everyone likes crass humor. Not everyone mm-hmm. likes um, silly shenanigan humor. Not everyone likes fish out of water humor, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But drama, dramas and dramedy tend to just appeal to raw yeah. human emotions and misunderstandings and just weird nuances in life that when you make it tense enough it's actually funny yeah that's my hot take ted yeah. talk on that so i agree yeah. with you yeah anyways all right i guess we're Audi 5000 bringing yeah. that back i guess but uh <laughs> for no reason but please subscribe follow all that jazz we love you we'll be back with uh harry potter yep harry potter Okay, thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.